Hello, and welcome to Flagrant Pod Season 3 Help Side, an advice-ish, column-ish podcast where we answer unreal questions from real-life ballers. I'm your host, Sierra. She's bringing sexy back. Yeah, yeah. it's Ashton. And as a special guest, we have our friend and Trailblazers reporter, Sean Hyken. How are you guys Sean, welcome. doing? I'm, Sean. I'm pretty good. This is huge. Obviously, we'll get into it later, but this is huge for us because two episodes ago, I said basically our discourse tracker 3000 correspondent is Sean Hyken, and now he's here with us. So, Well, yeah. this is one of my primary fields of study. This and the prestige <laughs> zone are my two kind of, yeah. are my two yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of uh, areas of expertise. Sean, can the, you okay. explain the prestige zone too? <laughs> Sure. I mean, well, it has many different tentacles. I think the main the main ones are whenever a player, no matter how like just any kind of, you know, halfway decent player or even not halfway decent player gets signed by either the Lakers (laughs) or the Warriors, or I guess Miami is sort of in this category, too. Like Miami. Like, I'll give you an example. Well, my, the Miami prestige is a little bit of a different thing because they, you know, they have this whole thing about like, did you know that a bunch of their players were undrafted? Yeah. Mm, so yeah. whenever they sign any right, undrafted okay. free agent, any people are just like assuming like, hey, you know, this is going to be the next like Max Struess or whatever. Mm. But like, I'll give you an example. Like a couple years ago when the Warriors signed uh, Jamichael Green as a free agent, like to a okay. minimum contract. Yeah. Any other team signs Jamichael Green, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. He's not bad. That's not a bad signing. When the Warriors sign him or the Lakers sign Lonnie Walker the fourth or something like that that's like relatively inconsequential. What an amazing get by the Warriors. How did the rest of the league let the Warriors get him for, you know, you know that? Yeah. And I so like that that's like there are certain franchises, you know, the Lakers and the Warriors are kind of the big ones right now where anything that they do is like super important and super meaningful even if it's like just a routine you know thing the small market version of the prestige zone is kind of the reaction to this trade that happened earlier today where the nuggets traded one of their future picks to indiana for um like a couple of late first round picks or early second round Mm -hmm. picks or something like that in the draft that's tomorrow when we're recording this yeah and because Last year, the Nuggets drafted Christian Brown in late in the first round, who was pretty good for them in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. You have, if you're a team like that, or like the Grizzlies, or, you know, the Raptors, like Masai Ujiri definitely has this reputation too, but if you hit on one or two guys, like, outside of the lottery, Mm -hmm. people are just going to assume that every guy that you draft late in the first round or in the second round is a future all-star because one of your one or two of your guys hits so when Mm -hmm. this trade happened today where the nuggets picked up like an extra late first round pick and an early second round pick immediately the reaction was wow this is such a savvy move by their gm because (laughs) you just saw the impact that christian brown had in their title run this is a great way for them to add more talent it's like People are acting like teams have never, you know, traded into the late first yeah. round to draft it's them. so before. good. Wait, the, I have a really dumb question. I thought his name was pronounced Braun. differently this entire time. I thought it was. No, it's, I also it's, did. It's spelled, it's spelled Braun like the Razor yeah. Company, but it's actually pronounced, it's pronounced Brown. Gosh, Interesting. damn it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've been saying it wrong a lot. The Warriors are kind of dual wielding on this because they had the Draymond and the Kavon Looney and whatever, whatever. And so now it's kind of the same thing where at least in like the warriors side of things when they, you know, now it's not Joe Lake or it's not Bob Myers anymore, but we would get like a, the 33rd pick in the draft and it wouldn't be like, 
another Draymond incoming, and it's like I hey, was on the I was the on the Bulls have... beat when they traded uh, when they sold the thirty eighth pick in the twenty seventeen draft to the Warriors, who took Jordan Bell. Oh and God! Don't even mention that name. That I forgot was, about it. and the reaction was. Boo. Man, everybody should have, like, th- the whole league just let the Warriors steal Jordan Bell. This is why <laughs> yeah. they are geniuses. The, Spur- the Spurs used to get talked about like this, like, like during yeah. like, the Duncan Ginobili. Like, anytime they yeah. drafted, like, a European guy in the second round, because they, ha- they had hit on Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker, whenever they drafted, like, I don't know. I don't know, like like Davis Bertans or something. People are like this is the next future star because it was a Spurs guy that was drafted. And like most of the time, that doesn't happen. But there are some franchises that, when they make very routine moves like that, get talked about in a very different way than where other franchises get talked. Yeah. About. People were freaking out when the Warriors drafted Alan Smiley Geach. Anyone? Anyone remember mm, that name? I'm not Smiley. <laughs> Yeah. Well, because it's... you be, because you just assume because because basically what it, what the Warriors uh, prestige zone stuff is is that Joe Lacob gave that interview in like 2016 where he said that the Warriors are light years ahead of everybody else and people made fun of him for it after they lost in the finals, but a lot of the media also just believes it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they because they, you know, had this arena and they have like their, you know, that you know, they they have all this like cutting edge, you know, tech stuff that they do but because like that's say the-, the warriors above most other teams have actually been one of the most successful draft wise like they really we have had some good dra- you well, the thing so? is sean's if, looking at me gotta, like i'm crazy you gotta remove for our um, listeners you gotta remove fucking what's his name james wiseman from the equation because that yeah. was a big fat Stinker. Yeah, but Maybe I mean, so well, they're trying to give a, they're trying to give away Jonathan Kaminga with their other with their first Don't, round pick this year. To I try can't to... with that. Why? I love Jonathan Kaminga. I Who want doesn't? him to stay. But again, so like and any other team drafts Jonathan Kaminga, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a curiosity, like you know mm-hmm. Poku or whatever in Oklahoma City. Yeah. But the Warriors draft Jonathan Kaminga. And it's like this new age Anthony Randolph, where you know if you yeah. if you go back far enough with the Warriors, remember when Anthony Randolph was drafted, and so you know he's so physically gifted that people are just like, oh my god, this guy is going to be a superstar in two years, basically just because there's like, yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, you know yeah. you're right. If also I'd like to put it out there, if the Warriors trade Jonathan Kaminga, things are going to get really dark for me. Um, well, Sean, welcome to the freaking podcast. We're so excited to have you. If if our listeners don't know Sean, he's an awesome Trailblazers reporter. I got to meet him at the NBA draft lottery. But most well, importantly right. to me, he's most known for his bit where he gets press release emails from the <laughs> NBA and then tweets, I received the email about Clay Thompson. I and love when I, I see someone else do it. Like, well, and then know, as I've kind of I've kind of put it on semi-retirement. For I me. know. Yeah. I, and which I understand. Mean, you, you don't want to you, like, you when you overdo it, you know, you know what it's like. Have you guys are you are you guys Simpsons fans? Oh yeah, I've like watched some. Yeah. Okay, so have you seen the episode where Bart is Krusty's assistant and he accidentally walks onto the set and the whole thing falls down and then he says, "I didn't do it," and it like <laughs> becomes this whole viral moment. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. for his entire like the rest of you know for everywhere else in his life, he just walks around and it's like, I "Oh yeah, you're the I didn't do it guy." Yeah. I kind of back when I was doing it all the time. I kind of felt like that, where like I couldn't say yeah. anything without that being, you know, the thing. You're that people no longer a serious to. journalist. I know, so I had to kind of. I mean, I'll, I, 
I pick my spots with it now. Yeah. 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 I pick my spots with it. Okay. That's so, kind of the beauty of it is you get to pick and choose. It kills me every time. I mean, I had to retire the NBA boyfriend's PowerPoint after doing just two of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I remember the NBA PowerPoints. That's how Sierra was discovered. That's how I got my start, actually. I made Tell us about it. Some of the listeners don't oh, know. We yeah, no, I need to be no educated on the, this. There's no way that <laughs> they might not. our listeners do not know. I'm but on the I, podcast and I don't know about this. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, back in 2018, I went to a PowerPoint party in college, which is like you make a PowerPoint. PowerPoint presentation and you presented at a party and I made a comprehensive list of my NBA boyfriends which was basically just picking the hottest player on every NBA team at the time and I uploaded it to Reddit and it went viral on the NBA subreddit and then Haley O'Shaughnessy tweeted about it and like we connected on Twitter and she was like everybody go follow Sierra and then like I got like 200 Twitter followers over the course of like two days and one of them was Ashton. And I thought she was my age. And then she was like, I'm getting married. And I was like, whoa, child bread much? <laughs> and then she was like, I'm founding a magazine. Do you want to write something for it? And I was like, mm-hmm. And here we are. And now Sean Hyken's on our podcast. So this know. just this, this concept reminds me of something. And this is like some deep, deep sports internet remembering some guys uh, <laughs> situation here. But I just Googled this and found this because like you saying that just like pulled up in like the deep recesses of my memory <laughs> this uh concept that cbs sports uh very you know it's very very short-lived but cbs sports this was like 2012 2011 mm -hmm. had this thing called it, it was this fantasy game this is like before gambling was legalized and everybody was doing like the fantasy stuff and it was yeah. just like regular fantasy baseball they made this uh, fantasy baseball product marketed towards women called Baseball Boyfriends. And it is described as, quote, a single drafty fantasy sports mini game described, designed for those who love baseball players. And okay. in the game, you pick, quote, the hottest player to put in your little black book. And if he stays past noon, he's your baseball boyfriend for the night. If he can't uh... perform, you dump him. And said player oh, sticks wow. around in your dating history. This is, yeah, I, I didn't even. crazy, but also I want to play it. <laughs> I'm in. We gotta, we need to make this for the NBA. I think 2012 was like the wrong time for this to come out because we, not that we like, you know, have actually made any enough real progress, but back then we had to like air so much on the side that like we are not sports fans just because we think that they're hot. And at least now we're, like, allowed to acknowledge that they are hot. But back then it was yeah. like, no, I don't see what they look like because you'd get made fun of if you said they were hot. Because so. you were you're trying to overcompensate for being yeah. women who mm -hmm. like sports and having dudes be like, oh, you only like them because the players are hot. So you had to, like, over, you're, like, overcorrecting yeah. the other way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like, guess what? It's both. <laughs> yep. Something to think about. Mm -hmm. sure. Nuance, baby. anything these days. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that... So that's how I that I really baseball boyfriends yeah very much we should do an me. episode where we play maybe it was ahead of its time I think yeah it was, think it it was, was. both ahead of and behind its time I think yeah <laughs> um okay before we get into our letters housekeeping I didn't write anything down but I'd like to remind people Oopsies. that next week is when we are doing our live Zoom 
Patreon right. episode. So if you are a member of our Patreon, you can be in the Zoom call and listen in and watch as we record next week's episode. Um, talk in order shit to in the chat, that, you, I think. Talk shit in the chat. Uh, yeah, they'll be able to chat and they're going to abuse it for sure, for sure. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. if you want to be in on that, all you have to do is join our Patreon, flagrant.com slash Patreon. You can do it for as little as $3 a month. And you get a ton of other cool perks. But yeah, I'm very excited about that. Um, and I know everybody else is excited too. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, I don't know if we've confirmed it, but I think we're trying to get all five of us on there. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, Bethany's yeah. sighting. Bethany. Yeah, I think she's in. Bethany's in to do stuff when all of us do it, but she just yeah, gets yeah, too yeah. nervy when it's not when yeah. she feels like the spotlight's on her. Which is yeah. funny because it's like one di- one person difference. Like, she could be on. Anyway. She could be on with all of us. Bethany, come on the pod. Yeah. Has there ever been a full starting five episode? We've, in, back when we were doing Flagrant Files, we did one or two mailbag episodes. And also, all five of us were on Airbuds once, (laughs) which was crazy. (laughs) That's like 10 people on a podcast. It was so insane. Uh, But yeah. That's too many. It's too many. It's too it was many. oh, it was pure chaos mm-hmm. too. I don't even. I like don't even remember it. Sometimes someone will be like, "Remember I think when like Flagrant was on several of us like smoking." Yeah, I think Sierra was smoking. Oh. Jamel was smoking. Brasilia was smoking. Brasilia. I was like, I mean, that's smoking? the vibe for that. That's the vibe for yeah, the show. It is. That's Every time I get on Airbuds, it's Jamal like ripping a fucking joint. Anyway, <laughs> uh, join our Patreon. Get in on the fun. Um, then let's jump right in, friends. Because our first letter reads, Dear Babby, once again, the lamestream media has lasers in its focus on just like three dudes in the draft. Sure, they're pretty good and will get picked right away, but what about the rest of us? How can I get my name out there? I can hoop with the best of them. Signed, late lottery pick. What a wholesome letter. <laughs> yeah, except for the lamestream media part. That was, yeah, that was interesting. You never know about that. Um, yeah, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, ghost wrote yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Or wait, no. Who? He has, Michael Isaac. Porter Jonathan Jr. has Isaac. a pod. Jonathan Isaac uh, and his Cantor, if he's still wait. in the mix at all. Michael Porter Jr. has a podcast. Yeah, it's called Curious Mike. Oh no! <laughs> what does he talk about? He just asks questions from his. From my understanding, I've never listened to it, but he. Okay, that's he just what will be answered questions. questions. So get your own hmm. shtick, Michael Porter Jr. Interesting. Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. Come on the podcast and defend yourself. Um, I don't want to get too deep into it because this is fully sidetracked, but did you see the, like, video that Jonathan Isaac fully put out or recently put out? Um, Is that the one when someone someone replied and they were like, Oh, yeah, I I don't usually like your kind, but do your thing. I did see this. I did see this. Did his book ever come out? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, God. Because he had a he, he had a book that was announced to come out a couple of years ago on like the on Ben Shapiro's like Daily Wire publishing imprint. It was called Why I Stand, and it was defending oh, his yeah. decision oh, to stand yeah, for yeah, the yeah. national anthem in the bubble. I don't know if it ever came out or if anybody. I never read any like reviews of it or anything. But uh, this is so the video he recently put out related to the Why I Stand thing is the tweet he's releasing. I guess a documentary and maybe merch. Retail brands have the freedom to go woke. We have the freedom to create an alternative. Unite Us launches August 2023. Stay tuned. Wait, who's that? That's Jonathan Isaac, too? That's Jonathan That's Isaac. Jonathan Isaac. That's yeah. his second book, because his other book did come out, and it has a 4.6 out of 5 on Goodreads. So. Crazy. Okay. 
Looks like it's a good read, fellas. I guess it's a good read, folks. Uh, Ninety-five yeah, percent people seems... like this book. I don't really know what Unite Us is. Retail brands have the freedom to go woke, so I don't know. Maybe he's like selling merch or oh something. Oh my god. Sports uh, apparel brand. Yeah, it's a it's an anti woke sports apparel brand. Woke is a permanent part of the discourse tracker. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to this. I don't know. I think there's been so much focus on Wemby and Scoot, and now Brandon. Um, Brandon. Um, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this year, that's, I don't know. That, that's the Jonathan Isaac draft. Yeah. Uh, scouting yeah. service. <laughs> as yeah, Brandon yeah, yeah. Miller, number one. Has, he, the, the Jonathan Isaac draft scouting uh, website has Brandon Miller, number one overall, just yeah. for his name. Just yeah. for his first just name. Just for his name. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, I love that guy. Um, but besides those three, I don't really know basically anyone in the draft. Partially my fault because I don't pay attention to men's college basketball. Sean, I know you said you Pam said before Whitmore. the pod. What? Pam oh. Whitmore, Villanova. Blazer Villanova. Yeah. The bla- Ooh, Villanova baby. Um, Sean, you, we were talking pre-pod, and you said, "Ash, no one can see the garbage in your." In your <laughs> it's not garbage. Shot. It's flagrant boxes. <laughs> no one can see the boxes of flagrant mag. <laughs> anyway. My room's just filled with garbage. <laughs> garbage girl. Um, Sean, you were able to attend some of the draft or all of the draft workouts that the Blazers hosted, and we thought maybe we could vibe out some of the people that the Blazers worked out, um, just to see, you know, what's out there besides just Scoot and Wemby. Well, the three, so, so the, the Blazers brought in five prospects that are projected to go in the lottery. Obviously they didn't bring in Wemby because like, why would any other team besides San Antonio waste their time bringing him in just because everybody knows he's going number one. Yeah. But they brought in Scoot Henderson. They brought in Brandon Miller. Those are pretty much locked in as the two guys that are actually going to go two and three in some order. Mm -hmm. They brought in as Ashton, as you mentioned, Cam Whitmore from Villanova. They brought him in. He seems like a nice kid. I, yeah, he, you know, athletic energy big you know i again seem like a nice kid i can only go on vibes but it seems like a nice kid that's, I'm a big, i mean that's kind of what we like to do here is it's vibe i'm a big yeah. i'm a big fan though personality like scoot is great scoot seems whether it's in portland or in charlotte or if a team trades into that spot some team mm-hmm. is going to be very happy with scoot just like as a face of a franchise type of like he has a great personality super confident super cocky like i'm i'm pro scoot from that from that standpoint mm-hmm Hell yeah. I am a huge fan of the twins, Ahmed and Asar Thompson, who play yeah. at over, Overtime Elite, which is basically Sarah's like eyes a... eyes up when Sean said twins, by the way. She was like, twins? Sorry, I didn't know that. And are you, twins. Are you familiar with the twins? I'm with... not. They I have gorgeous cheekbones here. You would love them. <gasps> What's their name? What can I Google here? Ahmed and Asar, A-U-S-A-R, Thompson. And They're... Okay, remember I sent you the picture of that guy's vert? Yeah, it was one of the twins working out with the Blazers, and it was like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, they, they are. do have, they're beautiful. I know. Yeah. Identical twins, super freak athletes, oh, great personalities. Yeah. Hell yeah, they do look the same. Holy And wait, crap. who's, yeah. uh, what's the draft order? I know the answer to Amen this, of is, I think, projected to go a little bit higher, but they're both projected to go top ten. Okay, God, so that Detroit's, rocks. Wait, Ugh. who's four? 
Houston, Detroit, Orlando. Okay. I love when there's twins and brothers in the league. It cracks me up. Yeah. There are four. They'll be the fourth current set of twins in the league because you've got Brooke and Robin. The Morris twins. Yeah. Martins? Yeah, the Martins are the other one, yeah. Um, are there Caleb no, Martin is on the Heat, the and then his twin brother Cody is on the Hornets. They were actually both on the Hornets at one point. Um, God, I'll leave <laughs> you. I feel like we talked about him on here the other day, but maybe not. Um, um, well, I, like going back to the Miami Heat undrafted guy, mm-hmm. Prestige Zone, like Caleb Martin, you know, he was maybe should have won Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Oh, I he do know these guys. I remember them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. What was I going to say? Oh, are there any, not relevant at all, but are there any cousins in the league? There's got to be. Oh, uh, is, aren't Nik- Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Shea Gilgis-Alexander? Gilgis-Alexander, the yeah. Alexander. What? Yeah. Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. The Ale- yeah, they are, they're they cousins. are cousins. They are cousins, yeah. What? Uh, Blevins isn't in the NBA anymore, but Damian Lillard That's had his true. cousin on a two-way contract for two years. I think he's playing in Romania now. <laughs> so mm, funny. I love that. I love God, when star really players like get their, like, family on teams. Mm-hmm. Like, like all the Antetokounmpo's being in the oh, league, yeah. kind of, because Giannis mm-hmm. is in it. Or, like, Damian Lee being on the Warriors for a few years because mm-hmm. he's Steph Curry's brother-in-law. I love that shit. One of the first summer that. leagues that I ever covered... Uh, the Bulls had Carlos Boozer's brother Charles on the team. There's a Charles, Charles Boozer, Boozer who played at Summer League wow. for the Bulls. I am not even familiar with that. Charles Boozer. But like, yeah, like Elijah Millsap, Paul Millsap's brother. Uh, yeah. Taylor Griffin, brother of Blake, was. What? Was, yeah. Jeez. Was, was getting Summer League invites for like a minute. What's uh, Leangelo like Ball up to Ooh. these days? I think Leangelo Ball might still be on the Hornets G League team. I'm not sure. Wait, Both his should... brothers are Google falling Taylor apart. Um, um, for the Taylor Griffin yeah, is Greensboro Swarm. Greensboro Swarm, yeah, that's the G League uh, okay. team for the Hornets. Who's a jarring Google, Ashton? Taylor Griffin is a jarring Google. Do you guys remember uh, Chris Smith? I don't think so. That is a jar. Oh, I don't like that. It looks like somebody else is wearing Blake Griffin's face. Yeah. Chris Smith. Brother of no. JR. What? Oh. Got oh a contract God. with the Knicks as incentive for him for JR to re-sign with the Knicks. That's oh, incredible. I love that. They don't I, I love super that. look alike. No, they don't. Oh, they do a little bit when they... Oh. Mm, I, don't I don't think I guess that they were brothers. They kind Maybe of they're lying. Like, I don't Are you know. calling them liars? Yeah. Is that what you're doing calling right now? on the pod, J.R. Smith. Come on the pod, defend yourself. Um, okay. <laughs> He'll probably do it now. He's been doing a lot of media lately. That would be so he made, fun. He had How a do- he had a documentary because remember he had this he had this documentary that I think came out recently about him going back to college as like a yeah. thirty oh, yeah, year yeah, old yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've seen him pop up on a lot of podcasts and doing a lot of interviews. If you guys like find his publicist and ask him to come on, I'll bet he'd do it. Jr. You know, Smith almost Let's... came on the podcast. Uh, we got a reply. Is Evan Turner, and then he yeah. never replied again. Ghosted us. He Evan was like, Turner "When do you want to do it?" Podcast. And we were like, "This time." And then he just yeah. Well, he's a big star now. He's got his podcast. Yeah, he has his own podcast where they have the you know founder of FTX on like three months before that whole thing blew up, talking about why crypto is the future. 
Dude, crypto is hilarious. Crypto's I so cannot funny. get enough of that. Crypto's so you want to? So you guys want to? So you guys want to hear some? So you guys want to hear something funny? Of course. Uh, sort of related to this. So there yes. was this tweet going around today mm -hmm. that was by this dude, and it was just like sources. Damian Lillard has requested a trade. Did you guys see this? No, I didn't. I've but been I've avoiding anything that says Dame. I'm like, bye. Well, but so there's this random dude that I he's he's a he's like a Snapchat sports influencer. Love that crazy job. <laughs> I saw this tweet. Obviously, it's not obviously like that's not like you know he's 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 grifting. But yeah, I saw the name and I remembered that I interviewed that dude like two and a half years ago, three years ago. For a story mm -hmm. that I did for Bleacher Report, which is an outlet I used to write for, about NBA Top Shot during, like, the two weeks when that was a thing. Do you guys remember oh, yeah. Top Shot? R.I.P. Yeah. Peace. That was, like, yeah. one of the peak COVID, like, this is the future, and it's literally just, like, a URL with, like, a... a, a, a uh, video highlight back when like people still <laughs> yeah. thought NFTs were yeah. a thing. I spent like $35 on packs of those things, which I expensed because it was research material for the story that I was oh, writing okay. sure. VR. Yeah. I turned during the week when it was like blowing up, I turned the $35 that I spent into I I'm not I'm not making this up. I made like $2500 off of that. What? Yeah, I'm 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 dead serious. Somebody paid fifty dollars for my NFT of a Jackson Hayes dunk. What? <laughs> this Wait, is like this is like February man. or March of 2021 or something like this. Oh my <laughs> back God. when this, back when this, because you guys oh remember that God. like two week period where like Top Shot yeah. was like the was like the thing everybody was talking about, and you I was hear so all these, nervous. It was and you hear around. all these. I mean, I mean, it's totally fake. I I knew the whole time that it was fake, but I was just yeah. like, you know. This is a scam, but also like I, I'm kind of okay. I'm kind of pro scam if you can get in on it early enough that you sure. can actually make some money off of it. Yeah, that's so a really I was, that's a good stance. Yeah. So like I I saw you know I I was just like playing around with this because like my editor at uh, Bleacher Report emailed me one day and was like, hey, have you heard of this? Somebody just spent fifty thousand dollars on a on the on a video of LeBron uh, dunking. And I was like, no, I've never heard of this. Let me look into this. And so I did a story and talked to some of these people, including this dude that was trying to act like he broke a news that Damian Lillard requested a trade today. Uh, and I did like a, you know, I did like a whole feature where I talked to a bunch of these people. And it was like these very serious, like business, like crypto investor dude talking about how this is the future of collecting and all this stuff. And they, I don't know whether these guys really bought this or if they just were like talking about it so that more people would buy into it so that they could make more money out of it i'm gonna the guess crazy the latter. thing is i think that there's a lot of there are so many things that are stupid at their core but if you're not like a total nerd doing it and you're not like the worst guy alive it could still pop off and that's fine and it could be fun we could have fun with it but the problem with like crypto and nfts it's like these people are just like the not the people that you want running this shit selling this no. shit like talking to us about this shit and for that reason it's a no-go i'm out <laughs> i am that out on it yeah. as a concept but i also made some money off of it oh yeah so i'm, I'm, so gla sick. I'm glad that it i'm glad that it happened at the moment that it happened yeah, yeah. Oh, i absolutely. mean that's just capitalism you know yeah you want to talk about time. more draft guys 
Oh yeah, <laughs> I have a few more draft. I have a few more draft guys for you. All right, all yeah, right, let's I would hear like him. to hear about him. Andre Jackson Jr. out of UConn, okay. projected right. to go in I think like maybe late first, early second round. You and like him? His hair. I like I like I like him just per- a personality wise. I liked his personality when he was a. Uh, you know, when they brought him in for a workout. But the scouting report that I've gotten on him is that he is a great rebounder for a forward, great passer, hates scoring, hates playing offense, and loves yeah, playing yeah. defense. And I'm like, love cool, this, sound, this sounds awesome. That I love it when dream. dudes are like that. They're, that's how I played so many basketball. More guys. Yeah. I could, I'd, I'd rather, I'll just stay on defense. You guys take care of the offense. Yeah. I'm going to hang out back mm-hmm. here. We need more of that. Yeah. And then the other oh, one, so much more the other one that the Blazers brought in for a workout that is projected to go like mid-second round, I think. And I literally, after this draft interview, I, you know, texted, you know, multiple people in the organization saying, I need you guys to draft this kid just off of vibes. <laughs> but this kid named, this kid named Oster Shibwe, who, he's from the Congo. He played at Kentucky. And... He is just the most like delightful. Like you can ask, like like you can ask Brooke about him. Brooke, Brooke was like about to cry when he did his interview because he was talking about how like grateful he is to be here. And he also like his first question, his first question was some, something about like you know I saw you making a lot of shots during your workout. And he was like, I'm not going to try to do the accent because I'm not going to do that. But he was like, right. he yeah. was like, he was like, uh, I made a lot of shots today, but that's not what I do. I'm a rebounding machine. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. yes. So, so Oscar Shibway, that's my. If we're doing the draft just based off of vibes, hey, I might take him number one overall in the entire draft. Oh yeah, he looks like a, uh, Ashton. If you want to uh, Google him, his, his name is spelled T S H. Yeah, I don't worry, ladies. I've got him googled. I've had him googled. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. He looks like a sweet. He does. He looks like an actor that would be a basketball player in a show. Yeah, I need you guys, after we get done recording, I need you guys to just go on YouTube and watch his Blazers pre-draft workout interview. You guys are going to, you guys are going to, you guys are going to have the same, like, number four, with that four, they have the, what, the 43rd pick in the second round. Call it in. Do it now. You think there's a shot? I mean, that's where he's kind of where he's projected to go, and rebounding is a skill that they don't really have a lot of god so. i'm it so sure into that. any dude who's like i'm here to rebound the basketball <laughs> yeah i mean that's the thing you have to if you're not gonna be like a star you have to know what your skill is i was so impressed last uh last summer in las vegas with uh, jabari walker because mm-hmm. He, you know, for most of summer league, you know, Shaden Sharp was the guy that everybody was like curious about, but he hurts his shoulder like five minutes into summer oh, league, so, so he doesn't stressful. actually, so he doesn't actually play at summer league. And so when we, you know, when we're doing media, we're talking to Jabari Walker mainly because you know he's the rookie that's like actually playing. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he said because so his dad is Samaki Walker, who played for a bunch of years in the NBA in the '90s, was with like the Lakers and the Mavericks and stuff like that. And he was mm-hmm. like, you know what? My dad was in the NBA for 10 years and was never, like, the leading scorer. And he taught me about how to, like, you know, be into rebounding and be into doing other stuff. Because if you're not going to be, like, a go-to scorer, you know, you mm-hmm. if you want to have a 10-year NBA career, you have to be good at other stuff. And I was just, like, blown away that this 19-year-old kid had that kind of self-awareness about, like... Yeah. I think it's yeah, crazy yeah. that... I mean, that rocks that he has that. But it's such a... The, the equation 
is so simple. It's like just be a guy that rebounds and plays defense and like someone really needs you. Most teams yeah. don't have you. It's it seems yeah. very simple and yet Oh, and we this guy so has one of my favorite stories, which is was a soccer player until he got really tall, mm. and everyone was like, mm, "You should play." Oh, is that she, is that Sheboy? Yeah, I said Sheboy trained by running on hills and on a mountain near his hometown. <laughs> that For happens sure. a lot. That happens a lot with these, especially was with that... these kids from these kids from Africa. Because I did yeah. a story, I did a story a couple months ago on Ibu Baji, who's one of the Blazers two way guys, who's from Senegal. Yeah. And the same thing happened to him. He grew up playing soccer, and then he got too tall to play soccer, so he started playing basketball when he was, like, 14. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I love that. It is very cute. And it's also really impressive because the two sports are very different. They don't really in any way, like, prepare you for the other. So if you're good, then you're just, like, fucking good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love okay, that. so we got some guys, some fun guys for the Blazers to sort through for the second round, maybe. Well, one guy. Um, yeah, and it, well, it seems like the kind of trick to getting noticed is have really good vibes because we've been, we've just been naming, wow, Ibu is seven foot one. That is yeah. crazy. You can do that nowadays? Crap, you can do that. I'd love to have a seven foot one baddie. On wow, that is tall, isn't it? Um, okay, yeah. Well, uh, then the trick to getting noticed, person who wrote this, is be very sweet and also announce yeah. that you want to do rebounds. Yeah. So just don't be a shooter and we will notice you. Yeah. And that's what's important. Yeah. Maybe no one else will. Don't but try so hard. Yeah. You don't have to be the star. Just something to think uh, about. Just something to think about. Um, okay, do we want to move on to our second sure. question? I was going to okay. ask something. Oh, wait, Sean. Yeah. This is, like, not a worthwhile question, but it is for me personally. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you think that we're – how do I how do I phrase this? If we, this is really good. This is so good. Great podcast. What I, wanna, <laughs> what I want to say is I want to get rid of some players on the Blazers currently – do you think that there's a world where any of them are a part of certain trades? Or is it I just... think the only guy that is completely off the table is Shaden Sharp. Cool. So That's... you're saying there's a chance. Well, so who are you talking about? I think we know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about two guys. One is a big guy and one is a little guy. And I don't want to say their names because I feel bad, but... One of them I is think named after a every, bug. Everything except for Shaden is on the table, is my understanding. Cool. I love to unload a couple of those guys. No offense <laughs> to them and theirs, but could really get I me think, out of the game. I think I think one of those the Blazers would like to upgrade that spot, and the other one I think has a lot of value around the league, and they could get something for. Still, I know. Does he, or do we just think that because we're? Messed up in the head, Sean. No, I think he does. <laughs> okay. The one, that, the Good. one that you're talking about, this, the, 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 the littler one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it brings me no really joy, bad. but my God, he should have traded two years ago. Well, first of all, if they do end up trading the third pick for somebody who's making that type of money, you have to match salary somehow, and those would be the two guys that you I kind know, of but, match. Yeah. I, but as far as could guys be part of the trade, the only guy that's absolutely 100 percent not getting traded is Shaden. 
All right, that's okay. good news, I suppose. Yeah, that is good news for Ashton. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, right. Sean, one more fucking one more thing, Sierra. Okay. I swear, <laughs> Sean, okay. do you think that Shaden looks just like Dame when Dame wore, wore the dread wig in IG Live? I don't remember that. Ugh! I'll send you a picture, that. but uh, listeners, <sighs> if you agree, blink twice. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, okay. <laughs> great podcasting. I mean, I know that like when people are listening, are you going to get like a telepathic like yeah, you know, signal that they blinked while they were listening? Yeah, that's just going to be firing in your head constantly yeah. when people are listening to it at different times. Mm -hmm. Ashton, inside happen? Ashton's mind, she's going to hear, <clears throat> and she'll know that somebody blinked. Which that's which that's that's also going to translate. That whatever you just did with your mouth, Sierra, that's yeah. going to really translate well. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. We like to do a lot of visual stuff on this podcast. Actually, yeah, it's just we, a little treat this for really us. Is do you not guys put out a video version of the podcast, no. or is it just no? <laughs> so it's not even like there's a YouTube version you no. can like go to and okay, no, okay. So it's just you do all the visual stuff purely for the audio. This is a, this is actually a good bit. I like this. Thank bit. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, but you, anyone could see it if they join the live pod next week. Crazy. <laughs> That's no true. Oh my god. Um. Okay, let's go. Okay, to our Ashton, you just texted me this picture. Doesn't it look like him? Uh, if you. I mean, the the the, the problem with this picture is that the. I'd be, it'd be easier for me to say one way or the other if the wig wasn't covering up his okay, eyes. Hey, hold on. I got. I got you. I got. If there's a different, if you have a different shot. How about I just send you the video? That makes more sense. Um, this is so fun for our listeners. They love it so much. <laughs> we will tweet the video of this under the thing thing when we tweet the thing thing out. Okay, everyone, just relax. Everybody, yeah. right, I'll, look, relax I'll look at this after we get. I'll look Everybody at this after we get off. Yeah, Bringing chill out. I'll look at this the next after twenty we get minutes off. looking at this photo. Um, Ashton, are you ready to go to the next question? Yeah, I don't remember what it is, okay. but I'm ready. Um, I got it. It says, Dear Babby, I am a free thinker who chose to share my radical ideas on the GOAT of the NBA, and now I'm being openly mocked by LaMichael Braun Jordan Schimple. <laughs> How can I wake everyone up and show them the truth path forward? Signed. Okay, Oof. so maybe I helped with a murder. That was one time. Now I feel bad for typing that because, yeah. It, you know, it's okay. that's a joke. It's I not, don't know what happened. Not, it's a joke. No one's <laughs> taking anything on this podcast seriously. Nothing I've ever and if said you do, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, girl. Um, I just said LaMichael Braun Jordan. <laughs> so let's think about that. Um, that's true. You guys, the best thing in the whole... Actually, this could have been my rose, honestly, because the best thing in the entire world happened recently where mm. Brandon Miller uh was being interviewed and he said that his goat in the nba is paul george which is awesome where do you guys think paul george ranks on goat ranking did he he, he like, was he in the, top was he in the 75 i don't think he was no, in the 75 I think so. he was so at, at, no, at he best was he's the 70 so at best he's when well, i guess they i guess it's technically said they, they ended up having 70 six players even though they called it the 75 so at, i think at best paul george is the 77th best player of all time mm -hmm. in yeah, the best case scenario, and you right? know what no, they, they, i think left... he was on it i think he was Hold was on. he was really he? i i would be I'm shocked looking. if paul george was actually on the 75 i'm looking right now paul i think the really only current guys besides like lebron were like i know oh, no, dame he was wasn't on it. yeah you're right. i know dame was on it i know anthony davis was on it i know harden was on it Oh, that's I know uh, Steph, Anthony yeah, Davis, Kevin Durant. K putting Anthony Davis over Kevin Durant, is that true? No, they, it's not in no, order. No, because it right? wasn't ranked. 
Yeah, it wasn't but, in order. But, oh, okay. but Anthony Davis being on there and Dwight Howard, oh, oh, and, Pau- and, Dwight Howard and Pau Gasol both not being on there. Yeah. And like Vince Carter not being on there. The Anthony Davis stuff is kind of yeah, wild to me. But this is a crazy God bless. list. That's so funny. He's I'm not even. Say. He's the 70s. <laughs> Well, he wasn't on the top 75, which is actually top 76. So if you want to do the best case scenario, he's the 77th best player of all time. God, that is Wow, yeah. So funny. But I... unless, <laughs> unless you're Brandon Miller, in which case he is your goat. I just... You know what? I'm not mad at it. No, no I love I, it. I would say some shit like that wholeheartedly. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, but here's, but here's, so here's the thing. He's talking about, like who he looked up to, who was his yeah. guy. He's not yeah. saying like, historically, I think when you go back and look at the history of the NBA, I think that Paul George is a better basketball player than Michael Jordan or LeBron James yeah. or Magic Johnson or whoever. He's saying like, who was my, like, you, you guys ever listen to like Mark Maron when he has like musicians on or, mm-hmm. or comedians and, and he's always like, who are your guys? Like, who are your influences? Like, this is like the equivalent of like asking a musician mm-hmm. who their biggest influence was. And even if it's not like something that's objectively like the best ever, like the Beatles or something, it's their favorite person. It's the person that's the most important to them. And, you know, for Brandon Miller, I mean, he is a similar type of player to Paul George. He's a six foot nine wing who can defend and shoot threes. Like, I'm not surprised at all that Paul George is somebody that he looked up to when he was a kid and modeled his game after. So but I'm, you gotta I'm, say I'm, it like that. You I'm gotta not, say. He's not the greatest of all time, but I love Paul George. I'm I'm not mad at it. You know, he's just he's living his truth. I'm and I I support that. Yeah, and he's you know nineteen or whatever. So, uh, okay, yeah, that is kind of. Uh, I'm not gonna get mad at him because I could see myself, you know, saying that like Ed Davis is the greatest player of all time or something. Yeah, um, I mean, I I'm a big Ed Davis fan. I, he's one of my favorite dudes I've ever covered. Ugh. I love that Great man. guy. Love that man. Dame's favorite teammate of all time, by the way. Of course. And yeah. Of course no, Ed, Ed Davis is awesome. Great dude. Um This is a pro Ed Davis podcast. I'm not a, yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not a part of the I'm not one of the hosts of the podcast but to you make know. a decision. But I, I, I I'm gonna make an executive decision yeah. and say that the flagrant files and the and and, and help side extended cinematic universe <laughs> is all pro Ed Davis <laughs> podcast. Yeah. That's uh that's a fair and true analysis. Another guy who was very near and dear to my heart. And this was like, he wasn't even really a Blazers. I mean, he was sort of liked, I guess, but uh, Derek Jones Jr. He just declined his option. So might I suggest he comes back? Sean I mean, now that, they have a, now that they have a, now that they have a different coach, that might be possible. Derek Jones Jr. Derek Jones Jr. Come on the pod. Come defend yourself and by defend yourself i mean give me a little forehead kiss in a friend way in a friend way she would love that honestly Mm -hmm. um yeah i i'd like to give a quick shout out to friend of the pod harry uh krinsky from spinsters nine hours ago he tweeted i wish there was a radical political extremism but for nba opinions i'm tired of Embiid versus Jokic." Someone build a media company centered around the idea that Pascal Siakam is a top three forward of all time or something. And then that's we just get, Raptors Twitter. That's oh, just God, Raptors Twitter. That that's just so every, Raptors that's Twitter. just all of Raptors Twitter. And, but then we get Paul George is the goat. And that's kind of where we need to be. I they think. did it. They did, I mean, they did look, it. I last, last year, the Blazers were 
talking with Toronto about trading the seventh pick for OG Ananobi. <laughs> and all I was ever doing, I don't, you know, I don't really get into this kind of stuff on Twitter as far as like debating with people about what somebody's trade value is. Mm-hmm. All I do is, you know, report right, what right. I hear and, you know, and that kind of stuff. But you bring up the idea that maybe, you know, what Toronto was asking for for OG Ananobi was too much to give up and the entire country of canada just will descend on your mentions and like you know yeah i would just say that if all of their guys are worth five first round picks why were they a 10 exactly <laughs> i feel like we've talked about that several times it's so wild they think they have four players that are worth five huge gets and they were a 10 seed that's Raptors Twitter. Well, I, mean, I love going so many back of them. To, going back to the going back to the prestige zone thing. Basically, Masai Ujiri has developed this reputation as like the master deal maker who wins every deal, and so now, you know, a, a lot of people just kind of buy into like he's not going to trade any of his guys unless he gets you know the most possible value for it. Are we? Do you think we're past that where Masai has that uh, allure? Well, do you guys remember when the Blazers, you know, this is probably 15 years ago or whatever, when uh, when Kevin Pritchard had that one offseason where he traded up in the draft and ended up with both Bill Marcus Aldridge and Brandon Roy. Mm-hmm. And then he made a couple of other, like, good under-the-radar trades. And Blazers fans started saying, you got Pritch slapped whenever somebody did a... Do oh, you guys remember is... this at all? I don't remember Not... the phrase, no. That is crazy. Yeah, and so I think at the time, and to Kevin's credit, he now that he's with the Pacers, he's actually a very well-liked executive as far as, like, okay. by other executives. But now, uh, he, like, but at the time, like, he kind of leaned a little too hard into that reputation, and it rubbed a lot of other GMs the wrong way and made a lot of people not want to do business with him. And I've heard that similar things have kind of, you know, other GMs do not like dealing with Masai Ujiri mm. because he is so unreasonable about how he values his guys. Mm. That so, makes sense. It's contagious yeah. over there. They're just like yeah. that. They just, they're a wild group of people. God bless like them. That. Love them. But yeah. they're wilder Some... than, I mean, I which mean, I mean, I'm not, if he, if he wants to value his guys that highly, if somebody wants to pay, give him what he's asking for, more power to him. But like, yeah, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, you know, in five years when you still can't unload your guys, it's like, what are you going to do? I don't know. Yeah, what's their plan? Like, aren't those contracts, like, expiring soon? They're both up next summer, OG and Pascal. See, like, and that's, yeah, they should have traded. Well, they are about to probably lose Fred Van Vliet for nothing. Yeah, well, they all, like, hate him. I I could. I don't know anything about that. Oh, yeah, they, like, hate his guts. The fans hate Fred's guts. I don't. They scare me. I love them, but they terrify me. Um, yeah. It's, they've got a whole country behind them, so it's almost not fair. You know, it's like millions and millions of people are just like absolute freaks about this team. You're bound to have some crazies. Yeah. Good point, Ashton. Thank you. I am so level-headed oh, okay. and the voice of reason. Everyone's always thought that about me on this podcast. Especially on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, how can I wake everyone up and show them the truth path forward? Keep speaking your truth, Brandon Miller. I And also, if you have any other like crazy basketball takes, let's hear them. Yeah. I don't know that I would tell him to keep speaking his truth just because, yeah. you know, past things. Everything. 
But uh, keep speaking your truth on this specific topic. Yes. And maybe only talk about this ever again. Just don't ever yep. talk about anything else and you'll be safe. Just general, general, general. Um, um, okay. I think that does it for yeah. our questions, which mm-hmm. means it's time to fire up. The Discourse Tracker 3000 featuring our muse, Sean Hyken. Our muse, um, I love that. <laughs> first piece of discourse is Little Bunny Foo Foo, I don't like your attitude. This is warning number three on the Zion shit. And if we don't all knock it off, I'm going to turn you into a goon. Shout out anybody who knows the reference I'm making. Little Bunny um, Foo Hopping through the forest. Scooping up the scooping field, up the field mice, mice and bopping them on the head. <laughs> anyway, little bunny foo foo. I don't like your attitude. Yeah. Um, knock it off. We do, we all know too much about each other. That's what Alex said last week. Uh, enough about Zion's personal life. Talk about his basketball game. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Um, I didn't have that. Next, but talk about yeah. something else. Talk about something else. Um, next piece of discourse <laughs> on the discourse tracker, Ashton. So this is kind of a kooky one, but I move that maybe we just add basketball. Actually, we're in an okay spot now that the draft... Actually, it might get worse after the draft. I'm going to say let's just put basketball in there. Listen, it's unconventional. It means we don't have a podcast anymore, but I think it's worth it. If it makes everyone shut up about Dame, shut up about about trades. Yeah. We can talk about anything. We can talk about literally anything. Women can be anything. Women can be anything these days. Sean, do you have Uh, anything to put in there? You're You're the guy for this. The the dis I'm the discourse guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how do we feel about this submarine thing? I'm out. I think <laughs> I understand how every why everyone is yeah. so in on it. But I, I was, was in- I was offline all weekend, which I'll get to later. And I came back online yesterday, and I was like, the Titanic is trending. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't really. I feel like people are gonna hate me for saying this but i don't really want to laugh at people dying that much no matter who it is and i know that's fucked up because they're billionaires blah blah whatever but i just well, like that was that's it. where that's where i kind of because at first i was like oh wow this submarine got lost looking for the titanic like this is kind of interesting and then when i looked on twitter and i started seeing all the like is it morally okay to be happy when a billionaire is lost at sea? And I'm just like, I, I, I'm, 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 I can't <laughs> like, do this. I'm good. What are we I'm doing? good on this. And then I'm like, good. Cardi B was like fighting the stepson or something, and I'm just like, what's? Oh, happening? I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that. Dude. But yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. stepson good turns out he's a racist. Oh, okay, I didn't know he was I, racist. I, I thought he was New Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. No, it's it's all that's a mute. Uh, which, by the way, a mute. This is gonna get, probably get me canceled. But that is a musical wave that I completely missed when I was like one eighty two. Yeah, yeah, fair. That's fair. I didn't. Fallout Boy is playing at Wrigley right now. I can, if I take off my hand of headphones, I can hear. You it. can hear them. What song? Yeah, are I don't singing? know if it's Fallout Boy or one of their openers right now, but I can hear just like. Are you old and you rocking boy? That was not my scene at all no oh. but i know that part of that song yeah yeah, yeah. they were oh, like fedoras. i like all the small things that's blink 182 yeah so should we sing the whole song no um <laughs> you guys can if you want <laughs> thank you Sean. thank you um yeah i would i think 
at the time people are listening to this podcast, we can put submarine on the discourse tracker. A little ironic since it's kind of based off radar, but yeah. Shout out to the Discord who Ooh. is being insane in there about it. I keep going in there and being like, Mm-mm, and then I just leave because <laughs> they're being wackos, like absolute wackos. So I've missed it. I've missed it all. There was like a tweet where a woman was like, "A dark thing, a dark truth." men masturbate right before they die so all of these men are going to be masturbating together and everyone was like what see this is exactly why i have put this in the discourse tracker because it's like like can we just if we're gonna follow this story like i would love i'm i'm all about just like following updates about this kind of crazy yeah, story yeah, yeah absolutely. but when we when it gets into like people projecting their own you know whatever onto <laughs> yeah. this whole thing and you, you know it's just like whenever whenever there's anything else where like where you know, something happens in like the world and somebody has like a 500 tweet thread. That's like, it's actually ableist to be paying attention to this story. And it's like a yeah. five tweet, you know, 50 tweet thread. And I'm just like, yeah. at that point, it's just like, okay, what are we doing? I know. We're out. I know. We can't do it anymore. No, that is, that's a really good point. Uh, submarine stuff. Banned. Banned. Um, okay. I think that's, that's maybe it for discourse tracker. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, okay, then let's do a little unsolicited advice. Um, this first piece of unsolicited advice, NBA, this comes to us via one of our patrons, Jessica. NBA, hire Planned Parenthood to do your sex education. Because it turns out they, like, bring these 19-year-old future millionaires into a room and tell them that, like, um, women should withhold sex in order to get engaged as a power Wait. move. Wait. And Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they if, do this to NBA, if, yeah, teams. And if a man wants a threesome, it's because he comes from like a broken household, and it's just it's. Are bad. these women so saying this? No. Oh, okay. They like Not bring the- they like and they're like pre. You're about to be a millionaire in the NBA, like counts. Well, there's this stuff. there's this thing called the rookie transition program. Yes. That. Uh, that players go through where they teach them about like financial literacy mm-hmm. and I mean, that's stuff cool. like that i would imagine that they probably have courses about or you know seminars about how to handle certain mm-hmm. situations is there a reason that you're bringing this unsolicited advice up sounds like she sourced um, the discord and they were like yeah well jessica also works for planned parenthood I, so she's by yeah jessica works for planned parenthood and also i oh, think is that a am i allowed to say that <laughs> well, we'll ask, and if not, I'll bleep it out. Okay. Jessica. Sorry, Jessica. Sorry. Um, but basically, I think I think in light of, like, a lot of the Zion stuff coming to light and, you know, just generally right. the NBA tends to have issues. You know, there, about yeah. once a year we have some sort of issues springing up of NBA mm-hmm. players getting in trouble with this kind of stuff. So that's just a little advice. Uh, Planned well, Parenthood could teach it. Because they do that already. I mean, I would, I would, I would say that the advice here would be to have, you know, if you're in a position where you're a public figure who, you know, gets paid a lot of money and you're, you know, dealing with whoever you're dealing with in your personal life, I think it, I think it's not a bad idea to have them sign an NDA. Yeah, that's also that's how you. That's more how you avoid about this uh, these sorts of situations. Yeah, that's a good piece. That's kind of a good piece of advice in general. Um. 
Next piece of unsolicited. Someone find a cure for Arike Agumbawale because she's sick as hell, bro. Ooh, she got ejected from the game the other day did and Marie was like hyping that? up the crowd. No, I or said it. did you it. say that? Oh. I said it. Oh, yeah. Wow, Marie, do you hear that? Another one of our yeah. patrons, Ashton, tried to give you credit for my joke. I know. Um, but she signed an autograph on her way out of the stadium in that game, so the cool. Dallas Atlanta game where 10 texts were issued, which should never happen. Yeah. That was bizarre. Referees I are wild. I, I missed it. Cause again, I was gone all weekend, but sure. Yeah. I Whatever. do love that. I do love that advice. I love this next yeah. one too. Angel McCarthy, you can be buying. Yeah. Angel McCarthy, you can be by because Sean, I don't know how like plugged into WNBA stuff you are, but. It's I follow one. it very casually. Yeah, I follow yeah, yeah. it casually. Like I know, like I know, I know, I know who all the you know important players are, and I you right. know I, I the way I do the WNBA is I don't really because like the season starts during the like during the NBA playoffs, yeah. so I'm still like locked in on that. Yeah. And then once that's over, I kind of need a little bit of a detox, yeah. like until like after oh, summer yeah. league. And so I kind of like for right right now at this point in the WNBA season, I'm you know I'll watch games like here and there, and then I'll like follow what was, what's going on, so I like roughly know who the you know the good teams are mm-hmm. and stuff. And then like two weeks before the playoffs, I'm locked in. I'm watching games every day, and then by the time the playoffs start, I'm all caught up. Yeah. That's kind of how I yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, that's that a, that's a good nice. way to do it, especially if you have to be locked into the NBA the way you are. But um, what yeah. happened here was it's Pride Month, and obviously like. You know, the WNBA has a ton of out gay players. And so sure. a lot of stuff's been being tweeted. And they do. Baltimore's. <laughs> okay, Ashton. <laughs> Baltimore City State's Attorney Office put out something for Pride Month celebrating Baltimore's LGBTQIA community um, about Angel McCautry. It said she's, you know, two time Olympic miss, blah, 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 blah. McCautry came out as a lesbian in 2015 and has been outspoken about advocating LGBTQ plus rights. And then, um, on the 15th of this month, Angel tweeted, I understand 2015 was a different part of my life. Currently in 2023, I do have a wonderful boyfriend, capital B. Out of respect for him, I want to make that clear as I'm being promoted in a lot of pride blogs. My support and love for the LGBTQ plus community will always be love. <laughs> which, which is I like, defended her for a while for some reason in the Discord. I was like, she never said she wasn't bi, she wasn't queer still. She just said, hey, like, I appreciate this, but I have a right, boyfriend. Right, right, right. But I think then I was like, like the 2015 was a different part of my yeah. life is such a funny yeah. way to say it. It's yeah. like she almost came I don't out think she necessarily I don't I don't think she necessarily owes anybody an explanation for anything. It's true. She should just you I, know, yeah, just, you know, I would agree. Do you? It whatever is your, whatever your thing is, funny whatever thing to tweet though. It is funny. Yeah. 2015 was a different me. So I we're just like so. It's, so is so is the idea here that she feels like she owed people an explanation? She for said having a boyfriend. out of like, respect for him, like this. It was disrespectful to him for people to think she was gay. Maybe yeah. that's. And I, could, the, I could see well, her being like, "Hey, I'm well, not what, lesbian." I don't know. <laughs> okay, but that's also <laughs> like that's that's be that's between the two of them. I don't think yeah. like she needs to bring. I don't know. I mean, you just yeah. you do you whatever yeah. you want to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, just think I, don't, have, I don't have. I don't have any strong takes about this. Yeah, yeah. I don't really have a strong take other than that's a really. I think that's a funny tweet. <laughs> yeah. It's a funny. I mean, it's a funny tweet, but you know, she doesn't know anybody an explanation. No, for she it. doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't. I just. Yeah. The <laughs> advice is you can be bi if you want. To. That's just true. Just a thought. You don't have to though. Sure. Yeah. Totally. I, anyone true. could. Um. 
Anyone well, else we... have any unsolicited? Sean, do you have any unsolicited advice? Sometimes, um, <gasps> yeah, we need some before the draft. General unsolicited advice. It doesn't yeah, I have one. F- if you want, I actually have one for this. Yeah. Is this is kind of at the cross of basketball and at the intersection media of basketball literacy. and culture? Sorry, media literacy, which is something that I think should be taught in schools at a right. much younger level. Yeah, and it leads to you know a lot of different like you. Know, you know, I think I think in a lot of different areas of society that are much more important than you know the part the the thing that I cover. It's something that should be you know taught and paid attention to, right. but it just in the realm of like NBA rumors, especially this time of year, if mm-hmm. the person saying sources blank 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 is not somebody who normally breaks news or normally breaks news around a team or a player that is being talked about, you probably don't need to take it that seriously. What's an example? Who are you thinking of? Oh, well, I mean, between whether it's, you know, that dude, that dude, the, the top shot dude that I was talking about earlier, but then there was, Snapchat, there was you know. one. Yeah, that dude but like, but also like there was one a couple days ago where some dude I have, like, I've seen his name a couple of times, but he's, like, not a serious, you know, reporter or whatever, tweeted out, like, sources, the Portland Trailblazers and Washington Wizards have had discussions about the number three overall pick for Kristaps Porzingis. And, <laughs> like, I was actually at a, a a social gathering when that tweet went out, and I had somebody show it to me, and I just looked at it, and I was just like, why are you showing me this? Like, this is not a person that is going to have this information. Like, what, what are you doing? Right. And I just, I like, like yesterday, actually, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, uh, yesterday morning or two days ago or something like that, there was a, uh, there was one of those websites that just like comes up with fake trades, came up with a trade that, uh, involved the Blazers trading like the third pick and a bunch of stuff for Carl Anthony Towns. It was just like somebody's trade machine idea, basically, Mm. that they turned into an article. It somehow made its way to Facebook. Oh, God. And I woke up on Monday morning to a text from my dad saying, hey, I saw that the Blazers might be interested in Carl Anthony Towns. And I had to explain to him, no, this is not a real thing. Like, you you, you know, you don't have to take everything you read on the internet. It's just, it's just, just when you see information about, like, NBA trade rumors and stuff, think about, does this person normally break news? Would this person actually have this information? Why would this, why would whoever gave this person this information want this out there? Yeah, like, like those it. are the questions. Those are the questions to ask. A little bit of oh. critical thinking, if you will. Just yeah, just just like think about stuff for two seconds. And I get that, like, <laughs> it's fun to you know just react to every little you know thing that comes out on Twitter. But like, fun think about who? stuff for two seconds before you flip out. I mean, that's yeah, that's the part I don't understand. Like, I had I, you know, I was talking to a friend yesterday who was like, "Oh man, I love this. You know, this time of this is so exciting. I love all the rumors and I love was all the aired? chaos." And I'm just like. It was not Eric. Because Eric's tweeted was, something like was, that. And I'm like, Eric, how are you doing this? I because because Eric's not in it like yeah. in this way as, as much as as much as I am. Yeah. Now. But like like I have friends that are like, Oh man, you must be having so much fun right now and I'm just like, No, get me to Friday. I will be so happy when it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever happens with what they do at number three or what they what trades they do or whatever, I just like one way or the other, like I just I will be happy when we know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. T G I F, am I right? Yes. TGIF girlfriend. Everybody's working for the weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend. Uh, I love that. 
Um, okay, well, if that's it for our unsolicities, then that means it's time to play everybody's second favorite game. It's time for Rose. Rose. Thorn. Bud. Barn. Um, I'll kick us off. My Rose, and I've mentioned this a couple times, I was completely offline for the weekend. Like, How was it? 40... That's it always was a rose. So good. Yeah. It was like I'm. I'm talking like sub forty five minutes of screen time every day. Yeah, I think Love my that. lowest was thirty two minutes. Um, I was in. Love that. I was in you. rural Tennessee yeah. for the weekend. Um, we need in the to sun go back to that swimming and chasing a frisbee. Um, yeah, it was so delicious. I read a book. Ever heard of it? Um, Barely. Yeah. Familiar my, with the concept, never done it myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You should get into it. You might like it. Um, my Ugh. thorn is I'm kind of back online. Mm. Ugh, Sad. Um, trying trying to not be crazy about it. I need, I'd love to draw my screen time if possible. Um, and then my bud is tomorrow, I guess today if it's Thursday, This I have a follow-up interview with a job I'm excited about. So everyone sends Sierra gets a job vibes. Manifesties. I did the best manifestation meditation today. I'll send it to you. (gasps) Send it to me. I'll do it. She was so soothing and she was like. Okay. And then you got a. Oh, I'm not going to say it because it's your rose. (gasps) (gasps) Oh, yeah. I got a raise. Yeah. love that too and i like didn't have to really do anything for it they just kind of called me i think i said like like, hey we're gonna give you more money that you're just like cool sounds good to me yeah i think i mentioned it sort of like in passing like two months ago and they called me and they were like hey remember i I thought i was in trouble i was like why do they why are they asking me for this call and then he was like i have good news and i was like wait i forgot i even asked for that (laughs) um so yeah that rocks um bud is i can't see my own what did i say oh energy's changing friends bad vibes of the last seven years it's coming to a head here's my theory in 2016 that's when shit really got weird right i wonder why yeah we don't know it's crazy crazy. we don't know why why. something happened something happened some unnamed being um came around so it's almost seven years to that right so i think Seven years is a significant number in, you know, many cultures, many generally. It's like your skin, you know, renews itself after seven years. Your taste buds change every seven years, blah, 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 whatever. So I think we're on the brink of something huge. And I need everyone to join me in my manifesties uh, because we can do this and the world will get better and we'll be freed from this prison of strangeness that we've been in for so long because it feels like shit has been so weird for the last like two months that it's like we cannot this is not sustainable shit's got to get good so it is um and i think that there are little bright spots that we all need to recognize and uh if we really start to look at it we'll be like oh that actually is cool things are like for instance i saw joaquin phoenix i see joaquin phoenix a lot because he lives in my neighborhood and rooney mara but him actually got to talk to them i was like i gotta go home and do flagrant stuff and then he went to go shoot hoops without me, and they were there. Anyways, he talked to them about being vegan and, like, changing the planet and, like, all this cutesy shit. And that's a sign, mother effers. So. The energy is shifting. The energy shifting. The energy Come shifting. along with us, folks. My thorn is that there's no thorns, only roses today. And that's on period. 
Wow. I love it. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Ashton. You had a whole thing planned out there. You had your whole presentation. I really did. That was really good. Um, Sean, do you have a rose thorn bud for us? I do. Uh, so I guess for my rose, I I might I might just I might give a little shout out. A little shout out, a little congrats. Is that is that is that the vibe? Yes. Is that is that yes. So I mentioned the other day, or I mentioned that the other day I was at a social gathering where somebody showed me a bad tweet about a Blazers trade rumor that wasn't real. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I want to give a shout out to our, you know, I assume our mutual Blazers Twitter friend, Alexa, mm-hmm. who just celebrated the third anniversary of her gym. Yeah. Yeah, she Alexa. had a little part. She had a little party for it. And that was the social gathering that I was referencing mm. that I was at. And it was a good time, and she's killing it at the gym. God so that's that's my rose right now. That's that is a good rose. Probably, mm-hmm. That's probably the most positive thing that's like that's like happened in I my love life that. recently because I've just been so underwater with yeah. this, you know. It's so fun seeing that, friends. Like, that was, that was a fun little. Yeah, that's the that's the other thing. It's like we're mostly you know, for better or worse, wherever you want to land it. We're mostly past the covid stuff at this mm-hmm. point but yeah. it's still people are a lot less like it's it's a lot harder especially like you know when you get to be our age like it's harder to get people together to actually see mm-hmm. people so that rocks that was that was a that was a good use of my time mm. this weekend was going to that love party. that that is really was, nice. i was very happy that that mm-hmm. happened my thorn is just this week in general <laughs> i'm over it yeah i'll but... be happy when it's friday i don't want to deal with trade rumors mm-hmm. anymore like as much as you know, it's a big part of the job. It's good for business. I get it. Whatever. Yeah. I'm over yeah. it. I'm over it. My bud is Summer League is coming up. And I think we're going to be there maybe. Be... Some of us maybe are going to be there for All-Star TBD. So we might be there at the same time. That's like kind of closer to the later end of it. Yeah, right? you're going to the beginning. Yeah. I'm going the first like four or five okay. days. That's usually when I go. Um, but... I quickly need to apologize for the insane noises that have been happening outside my window this entire time. There's been dogs barking, sirens, skateboarders. Sorry, listeners. Anyways, continue, Sean. That's that's just kind of it. I you know, summer league is my favorite NBA event of the year. That's coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. So that's my bud. That's it's a fact. How much that's people love really summer league. Bud. I love that. Yeah, summer league's a blast um okay though that's i uh, really good vibes today you guys sean do you have anything you would like to plug here at the end before we take off yes actually yes. if you're interested in coverage of the portland trailblazers i would recommend that you go to rosegardenreport.com and mm-hmm. sign up for a subscription preferably a paid subscription mm-hmm. yes yeah everybody sean does really good writing and is overall a homie so if you're looking to support yeah. an nba writer do it do it found them. oh found the one can i give a can i give an ashton you'll agree with me on this kind of based on sean's rose can i give a second rose that katie heindel's writing a book i saw that <gasps> yeah that's great yeah that's a rose. That's, yeah, that's, that's a katie's the best yeah katie's the best uh gen that's a general rose i think for the mm-hmm. world um but sean thank you everybody go pay sean money because he writes really good stuff about the blazers and is yeah. a cool guy uh sean thank you for coming on the podcast this has been the best sean freaking blast yeah this is awesome i'm freaking really happy blast. i got to do this thanks sean well, go, get through the weekend blast. get through to friday we have yep. one more day working for the weekend flagrant pod is brought to you by the same all-star squad that makes flagrant mag the theme music for Helpside was created by Alan Lucas. 
for more flagrant content, head to flagrantmag.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, read our monthly blog, or join our Patreon to support current and future projects. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating and review. And if you don't, keep it to yourself. And as always, stay flagrant. <laughs>